Good morning, y'all. And happy first Saturday. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, today uh, we continue our journey with St. Joseph. Um, we're in day five, for those of you who are doing the consecration uh, to St. Joseph. Day five, gift God the Holy Spirit have mercy on us. No, we're on day four. I apologize. A guardian angel played a trick on me, put my spot in the wrong book. Okay, it's uh, God the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. You know, um, reading the gospel... There's so many things in the gospel that are absolutely uh, captivating with my heart today. One of them is that line where it says, Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit. Right? What do you think that would have been like? Like the sheer joy that must have exploded out of Jesus' heart. I don't know if there's any other spot in the scriptures that speak of Jesus rejoicing in the Holy Spirit. Right? It must have been an infectious joy that took place amongst those who were experiencing it. Jesus rejoicing in the Holy Spirit. What is that? the Holy Spirit? The love of God. He was rejoicing, basking in it. Right? Didn't care who was around, what they were looking at, who, what they were saying about Him. He was going to rejoice in the love of the Holy Spirit. Right? And then the beautiful prayer that Jesus speaks. You know, His Father, how does He say it? He says, Father, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Right? Speaking directly to his Father, giving him praise. You know, I think that's a big, um, a, a, I guess, a, a tactic of fighting the enemy. Right? Is praise and thanksgiving. Praise and thanksgiving. We're going to hear that uh, tomorrow in, uh, in the, the second reading <clears throat> for Mass. Uh, how do we overcome anxieties of the world? By prayer and thanksgiving. Right? So we offer up praise to God, and that's what Jesus has shown us. You want to rejoice in the Spirit? It's, it's a life of praise to the Father. And I think Jesus probably had to learn that from someone. I think that he learned that from St. Joseph. I mean, think about it. That's what day three was all about, right? No other man was given the great dignity of being the living example of God the Father to his own beloved Son. Right? Joseph was the image of the Father's love. And so I could imagine Joseph had to have a heart that rejoiced in the Holy Spirit, had to have a heart that was so full of love for Mary that it was infectious, had to have a love that was so intense for his son Jesus that Jesus had to just rejoice in it and bask in it. Why? Because he was experiencing God the Father's love for him through the fatherhood of St. Joseph. So Jesus knew what it was like to receive that kind of love because Joseph showed it to him first. Isn't that amazing? To think that this is also what we get to receive. This type of fatherhood from St. Joseph. Right? A fatherhood that rejoices and wants to protect each one of us. I love the quote from today. It says, In our day, marriage and family are under attack. Jesus and Mary want you to be consecrated to St. Joseph because there is no father or husband who knows more about the sacredness of marriage and the family or the self-sacrificing love required of the fathers and husbands than St. Joseph. His paternal mission continues from heaven. Right? So this protection of St. Joseph continues even from heaven for each one of us who take him as our spiritual father. Right? That's one thing I love with the uh, image in our image of St. Joseph we have in our Adoration Chapel, in the window in the back is the image of St. Joseph and the child Jesus. It's, the, it's what happened on the last apparition of Fatima on October the 13th, 1917. As the sun danced 
<clears throat> Joseph and the child Jesus appeared up in the sky, and they were blessing the world. What a fatherly image. What, a re- what an image of the Redeemer, right? Blessing with the sign of the cross. All those who were gathered for generations to come. Protector of the church, protector of the family. And this is, this is the great uh, gift that we get to receive today as well. You know, in the gospel today, the apostles were ecstatic that demons were subject to, to them in the name of Jesus. You've got to imagine the apostles, like they were, they were sent out by Jesus to go and expel demons to preach and to heal. And they come back from that moment rejoicing, excited. And they're like, dude, like demons were subject to us. And Jesus saw the subjugation of the apostles, his church. And he said, I witnessed Satan fall from heaven like lightning from the sky. So Jesus saw the effects of the faith of the apostles. And so, yes, it is true, demons are subject to us, only in the name of Jesus. My name doesn't make a demon do anything but laugh. (laughs) But the name of Jesus puts Satan on his knees. And there was no man on earth who had more effect on that than St. Joseph. That's in the title of St. Joseph, St. Joseph, Terror of Demons. That's not in my title. (laughs) It's not... But it is in Joseph's. Demons terrified him. No, they didn't terrify him. They were terrified by Joseph. Right? Why? Because Joseph lived, I believe, with a constant, yes, Father, as Jesus said today. Yes, Father, such is your gracious will. Joseph lived in a constant yes to the Father. No matter what that yes looked like, whether he had to travel by foot all the way to Egypt and back, whether he had to live in a sense of unknown of where am I going to go, how am I going to provide for my family, what's going to happen, what if I die before they do? Joseph didn't live in the fear of the future. He lived in the, in the moment, in the eternal yes. And Joseph lived with a spirit and a heart that rejoiced in the spirit. That's why demons were afraid of him. Because they couldn't shake him. Why? Because he lived with a joy and a confidence and a trust in the Father's love, which was so powerful that it was emulated and shown to Jesus and to Mary. Imagine that. They knew the love of God the Father because of the way Joseph loved them. It was tangible. They could feel it. They lived in it. He was their protector as God the Father is. He was was the one who gave his life in service to them. Right? And so this is the same gift that Joseph wields even in heaven for us. Right? And so whenever we go through our temptations, as we do on a daily basis, no matter what they are, we all have them. Where do we turn? Well, we turn to St. Joseph. Right? A simple phrase, Louis de Montfort used to say in his total consecration to Mary, he would say that the demons feared Mary so much that just the glance of Mary towards the demon would make them flee. So I used to always walk around and when I was being tempted with whatever it might be, I'd always say, Mary, look at me. Because if there was a little demon that was next to me, Mary would see it and it would flee because of the gaze of her love. This takes it to a whole new level, right? In our temptations... Our temptation to isolation, our temptation to anger, our temptation towards lust, our temptations toward greed, whatever it might be. Just simply when you feel it in your heart, just say, Joseph, look at me. 
Joseph, look at me. Mary, look at me. And know that when they do, Satan falls like lightning from the sky. He has to flee at the gaze of their love. As they look at their children with love, the demons have to flee. St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us.